Welcome to the Let's Get Into It coaching podcast. My name is Joanne McMillan from joanne.ie and I'm delighted that you have joined me. Each of the episodes are filled with coaching and lessons on how to tune into our intuition, how to become more intuitively aware and how to use our intuition as a guide in our daily life. I'm so excited to get started. So let's get into it. Hi there, Joanne here. I'm so happy to be here with you again today and to take another deep dive into what makes us tick as human beings and spiritual beings and how to increase our intuition. I suppose the last couple of, for the, you know, even the first couple of episodes, we looked at, you know, our spiritual nature and you know, what it's like to have this human experience. And I really felt like today I really wanted to look more at how we can look after this vessel or this body that we are traveling around in, <laughs> you know, on this, on this earth and having all these wonderful experiences. If you listen to the last episode, you'll know I shared with you the piece from Sandra Ingerman in her book, where she talks about us being this spark of light um, incarnating into this life and how we are, ex you know, how we are here to experience humanity and what makes us human and have all these beautiful um, experiences and feelings and tasting food and seeing beautiful places and loving and you know, feeling pain and feeling joy and all the mad caboodle of it all of what makes us human. And something about intuition, and I, I would like to touch on some um, experiences that I've had myself in, you know, over the last, say, last 10 years, especially, and how I have really, I was reawakened to the fact that I'm a spiritual being having a human experience and also the fact that, you know, I am here to learn and expand and to grow. And um, in the last couple of years, I if you've been, if you know me for a little while or you've been following my pages for a while, you know, I spoke a lot about, you know, taking your meds and, you know, and I have the ebook there for you in the membership as well to download if you want to and I focus a lot on self-care and I suppose and especially from the entrepreneur's perspective it's like how to prevent burnout how to look after yourself um, things that you can do to look after yourself that it doesn't have to be another thing that you have to do but it can be a very easy um just part of your day really um but what really drove me to look at my own self-care a little bit more and I, I've shared you know stories um with people and different audiences and different groups uh, about you know my own wake-up calls around my self-care and that I'm the fact that I'm not taking care of myself and one of those um experiences was uh, my goodness when was that around 2008 2009 around there um, I finished, you know, my degree 
I was still working part-time in the company that I was working at. I was teaching three or four nights a week at that time. I just started my private practice. I was doing a placement at a, a local college in Limerick to work up my accreditation hours. So I was flat out, as they say in Limerick. <laughs> uh, but I enjoyed everything I was doing. There was nothing that I said it's like that didn't want me you know, to jump out of bed in the morning. I loved everything. And therefore, I didn't even realize I was really burning myself out. But the one night I woke up and it was around it was between 2 and 2.30 in the morning. And I woke up with this incredible pain in my chest and I couldn't breathe. And the more I tried to breathe, the less I could breathe. And I woke up and I thought, what is happening? And oh my goodness, the worst thing you can do when that happens to you is to Google your symptoms. Seriously, it's like you'll Google yourself into the grave very quickly um, <laughs> if you do that. And I was like, oh, this sounds horrific. Like maybe I'm having a heart attack. And I rang somebody um, who was on night duty at a hotel and um, to to ask him, do they have any doctors on call, you know, on their list of contacts, you know, at reception, you know, for guests, if they feel ill or whatever. I didn't think it was that serious that I have to really contact the hospital or, um, you know, an emergency doctor or, or somebody like that. I just wanted to know because the hotel was nearby. So therefore, the doctor should be nearby. Um, and if there is, you know, could I contact him? And he said to me, no, we don't, but why? And I started to explain to him how I was feeling. And he listened to me. He goes, that doesn't sound good. And I said, yeah, I know. I said, I don't know what I should do. He says, well, if you start seeing the white light, you need to bring 999. <laughs> so how supportive. But anyway, at the end of the day, I did call 999, which is the equivalent of 911 um, here in Ireland. And... I was I I met the most the kindest woman on the other side of the phone and she was talking to me and she sent out a um an ambulance to my house <laughs> and didn't even really tell me she just said somebody will, will will be with me in a few minutes and she kept talking to me and you know and I started feeling worse and the sweat started pouring down my face and it's like what is going on with me and eventually the paramedics arrived at my house and I opened up the door and they actually took me into the ambulance to take like an EKG and measure my heart rate and, you know, listen to my heart and my you know, my breathing and all of that. And what I realized when I was sitting there with them is that I started to feel better. And I said to him, it's like, I don't know if I you know, what is wrong? And he goes, he said, well, do you want to go to the hospital? And I go, well, can you tell me if I'm going to keel over <laughs> tonight? And he said, he says, I can't answer that. But if you don't want to go to the hospital, you need to sign this waiver. <laughs> so <laughs> he just needed to cover his butt. But I am. Um, so I realized then if I'm feeling better, you know, here, you know, feeling connected to somebody, then obviously, you know, there isn't something seriously wrong. So at the end of the day, I went back into my house and, um, you know, I made myself a cup of tea and I stayed up for the, the rest of that night. 
And um, but I, I did feel better. But the thing is, you know, it was all just stress related and I was overworking and I wasn't looking after my container, you know, the this this gift of a body that we have been given um yeah, to enjoy everything that life has to offer. And it really called me to make a lot of changes in my life, a lot of dietary changes, um, you know, work changes, and to pair back a lot of things that I was um, working with. But um, I suppose it led me down this path of looking more at self-care and meditation and, you know, how to include that in my own life and not just tell my clients about it, <laughs> that I actually started to live what I was preaching. But um, so, yes, and that led me to to write the, the ebook, um, Take Your Meds and Get High on Life. And it's really just a sharing of things that I have found helpful in my self-care regime and how to include um, easy things um, that it doesn't become another thing to do or another box to tick during the day but it actually becomes things that I enjoy to do and that is easy and that comes easy to me so um, hence I, I wrote that but from that premise um, why I wanted to share that with you today is when we don't look after our bodies or there's so much going on in our bodies due to stress or anxiety or, you know, um, the types of food we eat or if we drink any alcohol or we drink lots of caffeine or whatever it might be. There's so much going on in our bodies and to be processed and integrated and, <laughs> and metabolized and all of that, that it's like, how can we even get to listen to our inner voice or to get to that still point to to hear our own guidance if there's so much static going on in our bodies um for years i attended and i still do um a, a cst practitioner a craniosacral therapist and he often spoke about the electricity in my body um you know and you know how it's you know today i understand it as kind of trapped emotions unresolved energy um but it also is very much related to uh, diet and lack of exercise and all of those kind of things as well that all of this this energy is really trapped in the body and it's quite destructive to the body but that's the other thing i've learned as well as i started to make these changes um and went on more kind of detoxes anybody that knows me well knows that I love to um, go on juice fasts and do juice detoxes about four times a year and one of the reasons I do that is yes it's really really good from a physical perspective I feel great on juice fasts and um, the longest I've ever done was 21 days and I felt amazing I didn't want to come off the juice at all <laughs> but um, apart from it you know, giving your body a physical break from all the um, digesting and working so hard to process all the foods that we take in every day and the different toxins like caffeine and alcohol and things that we take in every day. Apart from that is I have noticed that the detoxing that happens 
on a physical level very much happens on the emotional level and the energetic level too. And it was in a couple of years of me detoxing and so on, I went on to a specific um, detox as well that really cleared my body. And I remember I felt I became what felt like I was becoming very sensitive um, energetically to my environment, to people. Um, at that time, I was already practicing sound therapy and I just was very aware of people's emotions because if you practice sound therapy, you stand very close to the client very often um, and right in their own energy field. And I would often pick up emotions and feelings um, from the clients, but I really noticed a difference after this particular detox that I was on. And then I started to realize it's like when we are blocked energetically, you know, with toxins in our body, this also blocks our energy body. And in a way that it makes it very hard to hear our own inner voice. It's almost like um, the image that comes up for me is like, uh, you know how the, the beavers build dams, you know, with, you know, sticks and twigs and logs and all kinds of things. They, they pile this up in water and it actually blocks the water from flowing. And I suppose that's the image that comes up for me. It's like when our body is blocked with all these toxins and processed foods and things that we eat. It's like there that flow of energy can't actually happen. And it actually prevents us from hearing um, that flow of energy or, or actually feeling very clear hunches or feeling clear messages or that clear knowing that um, we experience. So, you know, from that point of view, I think it is really important that, you know, we eat lighter foods um, you know, and really mind what we put into our bodies if we want to continue and deepen this work that we want to do. Um, anytime I go on, um, you know, retreat weekends as well, you know, for instance, the place where I did my shamanic training over that weekend, I would eat very, very lightly and I would I would drink a lot of water because number one, it really helps me to shift the energy that I am processing over the weekend and it helps me to move that stuck energy. But also it frees up my, I want to say it almost frees up my intuition, you know, that I always feel a lot sharper and a lot a lot clearer in myself when I work with somebody else over a weekend like that, when I am not loaded with processed stuff and sugar and lots of heavy foods. And luckily, you know, they serve um, a lot of fresh um, wholesome foods there as well, you know, which often comes from their own garden too. So, um, you know, so luckily their food is quite light, which is wonderful. Um, but I try to eat as closely to the earth as possible, if that makes sense, you know, um, as close as to what the thing looks like when it's on the tree or the plant <laughs> or in the ground. So <laughs> when we start messing with the shapes and 
how it tastes and what it looks like, then, you know, it becomes so processed and we had to add so many things to it to make it last longer um, that we, we really interfere with what it is at the end of the day. So overall, I really try to eat kind of fresh and wholesome um, and whole foods um, overall, you know, for that reason. And the, the raw, the better, you know, I have seen. And that's the other thing I've seen with juice fast as well, is that the, the life force or the life energy from the juices, from the salads, or whatever it is, is it does my body so much good. It's like ingesting that life energy, the live foods, is just so amazing. And it's like you you feel so energized and it really assists the body in producing its energy. And it's, it makes it a lot easier on the body to produce its own energy. But I have to say, during my um, juice fasts or anything like that, I sleep a lot better because my body doesn't have to work so hard to digest everything I've eaten that day. So I sleep better, but also my meditations are so much clearer and my meditations are so much more focused. Um, you know, there's not a lot of the brain fog and, and all of that. So, you know, it plays a huge role um, how we take care of this body or this vessel that we, we live in. Um, you know, and the same goes for exercise. You know, when we move the energy in our body, we, we often dislodge stuck energy. And a, a lot of people have experienced that, you know, especially um, like with exercises, like even yoga and certain poses um, can really dislodge maybe energy that have been embedded in the fibers of the body for years and, you know, you might find that you burst out in tears at some in some yoga class or you f you you f feel really, really angry, you know, during it or you, and you leave there in a strop and you might think it might be the instructor or something that happened in the class. But really, it might be just the um, the yoga pose that have really helped the body to release, um, you know, stuck energy throughout and um, the Chinese medicine have beautiful um, charts of, you know, how different organs um, house different energies and different emotions within in the body. And like, for instance, the lungs would process grief, the liver would process anger, you know, so it's like and I remember the frustration of the first time I went on a juice fast and it's like, why am I so angry and why am I so frustrated I couldn't figure it out and it was years later after how many juice fasts that I learned about you know how the the body and certain organs in the body store certain emotions and I go oh it was detoxing and with that it was detoxing all the emotions it was you know holding on to for so long it's like oh okay that's all it was <laughs> because my mind was looking for reasons of what is happening and why was I feeling and who am I angry with? But anyway, um, so, you know, our exercise and our diet is so important. It's such a huge, important part. If we if you really want to go in, onto this journey of deep diving and into your intuition and expanding your intuition and learning how to increase that, 
is starting with the real, real basics of looking after yourself is so important. And looking after yourself, meaning, you know, drinking loads of water, making sure you are hydrated, eating whole foods, foods with life in them, as raw as possible. I know it's cold in Ireland, like 70% of the year. (laughs) So, you know, having salads in the middle of the winter is not always that pleasant, but you can include it in some shape or form. Um, you know, and it doesn't have to be your full meal. It could just be part of the meal. And then the other thing is, is your exercise. Finding an exercise that helps you to shift and move the energy in your body is really important. And I'm not going to prescribe or suggest any kind of exercise. It's, you know, different things work for different people. I love swimming. I feel swimming is one of the things that really help me to move the energy in my body. I lo- I just love being in the water. And um, so, you know, that helps as well. But, um, you know, but other times I love jumping on my rebounder. There's nothing like jumping on a small trampoline to get your energy moving and shifting in your body. So whenever I feel a bit, you know, low in energy or I feel that slump, I jump up on my rebounder. It's great. It's at the bottom of my stairs here in my house. So I literally just run out of the office, down the stairs and I jump on it for a couple of minutes and I run back up and it just changes the energy. But what, I, what it also does, it releases stuck energy, you know, whether that be from, uh, you know, a lot of work or a lot of thinking work or, you know, taking in a lot of information or after, uh, you know, helping a client through a specific emotional stuck point, you know, whatever that might be to help me to shift up the energy and free up the energy in my body, release the energy in my body so that my my energy is free and available for the next client I speak to is so important to me. You know, I want to bring something clear um, and, you know, be as clear as I can be with each client I speak to. So, and of course, you know, our meditations and our spiritual practices, like, um, you know, one of my favorite spiritual practices is spending time in nature and just having gratitude for everything that we can enjoy and experience on this earth and you know mama earth is so so good to us you know she is um always looks after us no matter what so um so those are just a few things and i'm wondering what is one thing that you can do today that can help you just take care a little bit better care of your vessel today that can release some energy that is maybe blocking you from hearing your inner voice um, releasing some energy that can really help you to hear your inner guidance or actually feel your hunches a little bit better because when we have a lot of blocked energy in our body we it's it's a lot harder to actually hear our inner voice clearly so at a very very basic um, premise, it's like really important that we look after our bodies and shift the energy, the stock, the old energy in our bodies and move it along so that you can receive new information. You know, it's like another um, a kind of a, a image that comes up for me or it's like a saying even, it's like you cannot receive anything in your hands if your hands are already full. 
Yeah, if you have a lot of things in your hands and somebody hands you something else, there's no space to receive it. So the same is with our intuition or that inner voice. If there's so much gunk going on in your body and there's so much stuff that you're ruminating about and thinking about and, you know, this and that and there's these problems and those fears and I still have resentment about that. It's like, how does your inner voice have any chance to be heard through all of that? So this brings me to my final point is doing your inner work processing your emotions and and really trying to shift that as best you can whether that is you going into therapy to help process um, emotions from the past that is really blocking you from hearing your inner voice and receiving new um, direction and new information or whether that is you journaling. Journaling is a wonderful form to help shift energy and stuckness in our in ourselves. You know, especially if there are things that we are hanging on to. And it's like, you know, you really need to let go of things. There is nothing as good as to sit down and write a good F you letter, right? <laughs> to just express everything that you wish you could have said, you know, in that moment, um, but you never had the chance to. Um, but journaling is a it's a, a wonderful tool to use to help you release stuck energy or ruminating thoughts that keep swirling around in your head or even start writing that forgiveness letter that you need to write. So I'm wondering, as I asked earlier, what is one small thing that you can do today that can start releasing stuck energy and help you to take care, care of this vessel that you live in? I really hope that you are taking something from today. I know this is a, it feels like a very basic thing to do but it's so important to start here it all starts with self-care and how you look after yourself and taking your meds every single day so meditate exercise diet spiritual practice i wish you a wonderful day wherever you are today may you experience joy and everything that this wonderful world has to offer and i'll see you next next time Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Let's Get Into It coaching podcast. I just loved sharing with you today. And I truly believe that our intuition is one of our most important tools to help guide us on our journey through life. Join me again on the next episode when we will talk about more ways we can increase our intuitive intelligence. This is your host, Joanne McMillan from joanne.ie. And until next time, let's stay into it.